According to the study, they said the economy would suffer no harm if CEOs were paid less or taxed more. So how do we solve this? Welcome to the Life in Paradise podcast, the show about creating a life you never need a vacation from. You'll gain inspiration from those who have done it before as we share experiences, strategies, and offer practical steps you can take to live your dream life in paradise. With your host, attorney-turned-alchemist, Don Fleming. Okay, in honor of Labor Day, today's topic is income inequality and the corrupt CEO compensation system. Franz DeWall, a primatologist and Emory University professor, conducted an experiment on capuchin monkeys, which he dubbed the Fairness Study. During the study, two monkeys were each asked to perform a task to get a reward. If you're a monkey, a chunk of cucumber is an okay reward, but they love getting rewarded with grapes. Perhaps you've seen this viral video on YouTube. A monkey completes the required task, which was just handing a lab worker a small rock, and he gets a small piece of cucumber. Then the monkey sees another monkey get rewarded with a grape for completing the exact same task. Now they like grapes a whole lot better than cucumbers. So the first monkey, now irate, pounds the table in protest and rattles the walls of his cage, throwing the cucumbers everywhere. It turns out primates which includes us, are hardwired for fairness. Similar studies have been done with children, and they lead to the same findings. So, in celebration of Labor Day, in the United States anyway, this episode is devoted to the workers of the world. And I'm going to share with you some data from the U.S., but but this trend that I'm going to talk about isn't limited just to the USA. We know at this time there's a lot of labor unrest with union workers striking, non-union workers organizing, and pretty much all workers falling behind, as I'll describe as we go on. But what I wanted to look at was the growth of CEO pay. The compensation of the top CEOs has increased 1,322.2% from 1978 to 2020, adjusting for inflation. The top CEO compensation grew roughly 60% faster than the stock market growth during the same period and far exceeded the meager 18% growth in a typical worker's pay. Now, during the pandemic, the dramatic increase in CEO compensation was really obscene. While millions were out of work, the CEO pay still shot up almost 20%, 18.9, in one year. Average worker compensation for those who were employed went up 3.9% that year, but that wage growth is actually overstated because of all the job losses among low-wage workers that skewed the average wage higher because we know, you know, healthcare workers were a big part of it, right? And first responders and so forth, they make more. So the CEO to worker compensation ratio was 21 to 1 in 1965. It peaked at 366 to 1 in 2000. And then in 2020, the ratio was 351 to 1. That ratio is far higher than at any point in the 1960s, the 1970s, the 1980s, or the 1990s. 
And the makeup of CEO compensation has shifted away from stock options to actual stock awards. And in fact, vested stock awards and exercised options totaled over 20 million in 2020 and accounted for 83% of CEO pay. Now, a 2021 uh, Economic Policy Institute report found that corporate boards running America's largest public firms are giving top executives outsized compensation packages that have grown much faster than the stock market, typical workers' salaries, college graduates, and even the top 1%. In 2020, a CEO at one top 350 firm in the U.S. was paid $24.2 million, an 18.9% increase from 2019 that resulted from an exploding value of stocks and options. As I mentioned in 2020, the, the typical uh, ratio to, to worker compensation was 351 to 1 from 2020. 21 to 1 in 1965. It's just mind These are mind-boggling numbers to me. So why does this matter? Well, exorbitant CEO pay is a major contributor to the rising inequality that we really could safely do away with. CEOs are getting more because of their power to set their pay and because a large percentage, over 80%, is stock-related But it's not because they're increasing their productivity or that they possess specific high-demand skills. This explosion of CEO compensation is really part of what's fueled the growth of the top 1% and the top 0.1% of incomes, which leaves less of the fruits of economic growth for ordinary workers and widens the gap between very high earners and the bottom 90%. And according to the study, they said the economy would suffer no harm if CEOs were paid less or taxed more. So how do we solve this? Well, there's a couple of recommendations they have um, that, that make a lot of sense. And part of it is policy changes, right, that are, are going to reduce the incentives for CEOs to extract these um crazy economics concessions from the companies. So one of the things they recommend is higher marginal income tax rates at the very top. And to be sure, um, there've even been, there's been news reports of billionaires that have said, Hey, tax us more. They really feel that this income inequality and economic inequality are causing some real problems in society. Another option is higher corporate tax rates for firms with high ratios of CEO to worker compensation. We'll be back in a moment. Isla Mujeres is a Caribbean jewel off the coast of Cancun. Castellito del Caribe warmly invites you to enjoy our spectacular oceanfront villa located in the heart of El Centro and a short walk to Playa Norte, which is ranked one of the top 10 beaches in the world. 
with an ocean view of crystal clear turquoise waters overlooking both the Caribbean and Cancun city skyline, we offer a fabulous location for you to enjoy all the peace and tranquility you're looking for on vacation, while also taking in all the excitement the island has to offer, with activities either in walking distance or a golf cart day excursion away. Please visit castelitocaribe.com www.castellitocaribe.com We look forward to seeing you soon. I'm so happy to have you with me for the Life in Paradise podcast. I love our listeners and fans and we'd love to show our appreciation for you supporting the show. So please head over to lifeinparadisepodcast.com where you can find free resources mentioned in the show and also register for our gifts, prizes, and swag. I'd also love to hear from you. So there's a place on that page to submit your questions, comments, and requests so I can serve you better. And if I answer your question on the show, we'll send you a free gift. Third option, antitrust informant. Uh, enforcement and regulation to restrain the firm's, you know, the CEO's excessive market power. And uh, the fourth thing was greater use of say on pay, they call it, which allows shareholders to vote on executive compensation. So some of the key findings in the 2022 report is saying the CEO pay did link, did um, dip a little bit, because the stock market had declined in 2022, and that led to an uncharacteristic dip in pay. But again, it's saying, you know, from 1978 to 2022, top CEO compensation shot up 1,209% compared with 15% increase in typical workers' compensation. To illustrate how, just how distorted these CEO pay increases have gotten. In 2021, CEOs made eight times as much as the top 0.1% of wage earners in the USA. So there's a huge gap, even in high earners and these CEOs. So let's talk a moment about economic inequality and why it's not a good thing for our society. And there's there's four things that, that I want to mention here. One is um, economic inequality gives the wealthy an unacceptable degree of control over the lives of others. When wealth is very concentrated in a society, wealthy people are the ones that control many aspects of the lives of poor citizens, such as where and how they work. Uh, the products they have access to, and really overall life satisfaction. For example, ownership of public media like television stations or news outlets gives control to the wealthy on how citizens see themselves and their lives and how they view society. I think we've we've seen that uh, big time in just within the last couple of years. The second thing is economic inequality really undermines fairness in political institutions because what ends up happening, and we're seeing this too, is those who hold political office depend on large campaign contributions to get reelected. So they tend to cater to the interests 
and do the bidding of their wealthy donors. That's just fact. And as a result, those who aren't rich do not end up being fairly represented. The third thing is it undermines the fairness of the economic system itself. Because economic inequality negates opportunity equality, meaning some children enter the workplace much better prepared than others, and people with few assets really find it harder to access the first small steps to larger opportunities, such as a loan to start a business or paying for advanced degrees to further your education to open more doors to opportunity. And the fourth thing, workers um, are participants and collaborators to produce income. And shouldn't they have at least a fair share of what they've helped produce? Now, I don't know what that looks like, but I do know that companies that are employee-owned typically do better. Companies that tie their compensation plan to company, you know, like a a profit sharing plan, tend to have more productive employees. So, uh, you know, I don't want to sound like a communist here, (laughs) but there is certainly a lot to be said for uh, sharing the wealth. And in fact, the study is, it talks about that had executive pay not increased so dramatically in comparison to average workers, that there could have been at least another 25% increase in the 90% of workers' pay while the CEOs are still doing quite well. Like, how many homes do you need, right? So here's the thing. In the United States, a recent survey suggests 79% of the population feels stressed every day, and almost 60% report having felt paralyzed by the stress. Nearly two in one adults, 65% say the current amount of uncertainty in our nation causes them stress. Three in five, 60%, say the number of issues America faces currently is overwhelming to them. The media reports on levels of stress, depression, self-harm, drug abuse, eating disorders, gun violence. What's the common response? Well, it seems like it's usually to demand more mental health services. It's as if a large majority of the population are victims of serious trauma. And instead of trying to look at the cause, what happened, we're more focused on finding surgeons to treat the wounded. That's not the answer. Stephen Clifford was a CEO for 14 years, and he retired in 2000. When he retired, he wanted to have some interesting work to do, so he got on some corporate boards. A couple asked asked him to chair the compensation committee. And these weren't Fortune 500 companies, but they used the same practices that these companies use. His conclusion? The system doesn't make any sense. He says it creates perverse incentives, and overpaying the CEO isn't the worst part of it. It creates a very short-term and narrow focus for the CEOs. He says it's terrible for the American economy and for income inequality. Now, some people have pushed back and and said, oh, yeah, well, look how much actors and athletes make. But that's a false comparison, he says, because CEO skills are very company-specific. To be a good CEO, you 
you have to know a whole lot about one company. You've got to understand its culture, its history, its strengths, its weaknesses, the key personnel, the marketing, product development, finances. And that knowledge really isn't worth much outside that company. And he uses the example of the CEO for United Healthcare. Now, that uh, company peer group includes Amazon, Apple, Bank of America, Goldman Sachs, and Google. None of those companies would even consider hiring, Clifford says. He's only worked for two companies his entire career. So does it make any sense to say, well, let's base his salary on what Goldman and Google CEOs make? No. His conclusion, it's a very corrupt system based on assumptions that are completely indefensible. It's got to change. And I think that's what we're seeing a lot of the labor unrest is about. It goes back to the monkeys. We're hardwired for fairness, and the system has completely gotten out of control. Now, in last month's book review episode, I shared my story about getting fired from the law firm and how I vowed it would I'd never let it happen again. Entrepreneurship has allowed me to set my own worth, determine my own pay and raises. Now, I know it's not for everyone, and it doesn't solve the problems that I've highlighted here, but it can definitely be a solution. The other solution, vote. Vote for those who will represent and be responsive to you, not just their wealthy donors. I hope we can all come together and find ways to decrease wealth and income inequality to create a better, stronger society for us all. Bye for now. Thanks for tuning in to the Life in Paradise podcast. Did you love this episode? If so, we'd love for you to follow, rate, and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We invite you to tune in every week for more inspired insights and wisdom to create your somebody pinch me reality. And until next time, dream big and act on it daily.